In a world where businesses are striving to adapt, connect, and evolve, we're here to bring you more. More freedom to work how and where you want while keeping employees connected, productive, and engaged. More flexibility to customize solutions to tailor a simple, more agile network. And more security for an evolving cyber landscape with around-the-clock access to hands-on technical support. It's time to explore more. Next Generation Leadership, episode 12. After a week off, uh, Bruce and Micah, <laughs> Bruce Wirt, Micah Rosales-Peterson, <laughs> back with all of our people today, Micah. And um, we don't have a guest this week. We're going to just talk talk about hopefully the end of the pandemic, what's next, what's how, does, yeah, how does business on? adapt and evolve. And most importantly, everybody's got to get rid of those pandemic pounds. So we'll talk a little bit about what we've done. So how are you doing on this fine? We're recording on a fine Friday afternoon, a little cold in the United States of America. It is really cold. And I just need it to get hot because I am tired of this shift of weather. Yeah. It's driving me nuts. 70 Ohio. degrees one day, 40 the next. What's going I on? I know. It was snowing in Ohio just a couple days ago. So two inches I mean, or something like that. Two inches. It's crazy. Yuck. It's insane. Yeah. I'm just ready for it to get back to normal. Um, so just doing that, I, I bought a Peloton. You oh, okay. So that's how so so let's set this up. So everybody that's been through the pandemic, it's been a year now. I can't believe it. I remember my son was born on 316, 2020. Yep, John, 316. He wasn't John John until he came out. I'm not advocating Christianity. I'm just saying he came out and we said it's 316. He's got to be John. Uh, Or it could have been Austin 316. But that's another. another That's a fun fact. I did not know that. Uh, Where is my hold on Uh, for all of the video viewers if you're watching on youtube that's austin 316 uh, oh lord in, uh, in reference of stone that's Cold. 90s throwing it back Oof. austin 316 says i just well no we're a clean podcast brady but, <laughs> um it's been a year a little bit over a year we've been all locked up and afraid to do anything and now the vaccines are out and yep. i I'm not going to encourage you to do anything that you don't want to do, but I think that we need to get our vaccines and get back to normal. And that's the only way it's going to happen. And you got yours. I'm going to get mine on Monday. Okay. Are you excited about that? I mean, I took, I had my, uh, my opinions on it. I took the J and J before they stopped it. You're alive. I'm alive. I'm fine. Um, I will admit that the next day I wasn't feeling too well. I had all the symptoms, but then immediately 24 hours later, I was feeling fine. So I'm just glad that we know people are starting to get the vaccine. So which one are you getting? Cause I know J and J has paused. Yeah. I was supposed to get J and J and the day before it got canceled. So, um, I had three appointments. So I, I originally had to start like a hundred and some miles from my home. Cause I wanted wow. to get this done. We're going, my parents live down South and I'm not going to say where, cause, uh, I mean, who knows? We get thousands and thousands of listeners right. and they'll you don't want anyone parents to stop Yeah. They can stalk <laughs> me out. Um, so my parents live down South and we wanted to make sure we were vaccinated at least partially before we, we went. 
because they're yeah. they're they're a little less masky in the south, you know. Um, not that that's <laughs> a bad thing, uh, but we just wanted to protect ourselves as much as we could. So. Uh, we ended up finding an appointment to get a Pfizer vaccine, not okay. too far from home. And I'm excited about that. I have to get two That's shots okay. now, but Pfizer is the least of the side effects, I think. And it's like 92% effective. So are you sure that it's, I mean, I think everyone reacts differently to the vaccine, but I, like you said, I, I've heard more from, I think is Moderna, right? Moderna. Than, yeah. than Pfizer. I've heard yeah. the first shot you don't really get a ton of uh, symptoms. It's more right. of the second one. Yeah, because your immune system is really like, what is this stuff that's in my body? I want to fight like, it what all. is this? Yep. The first, know, that's why I think J&J was just so tough because it's just one and your body is like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> get it out of me. <laughs> yeah, and it, that's so, there's so much, and there's so much we don't know. And um, I put out I, I put out a Facebook post uh, a couple days ago. I got some some love and some hate, it's like anything else. And it was <laughs> it was really the vaccine to me is that should be the next stage to trying to get back to normal. And you know, I think so. In, I would is, think is, so, especially running a sales department nationwide. Uh, we want our people back out in front of other people. So we want people to get vaccinated. We want people to be able to interact. And personally, and listen, maybe I'm rushing things a little bit, but I don't think you can have the same interaction with a mask than without a mask. So okay. I think, and, and I think you're starting to see this, when people are vaccinated, you'll start to see masks not be required outdoors, and then it'll be indoors, you know, within a certain uh, population. And then finally, probably not until next year, unfortunately, it'll, it'll kind of wane away. But I, I, um, I keep hearing this premise that, you know, maybe we should do it forever. And I'm just not there, Micah. I, I, don't I mean, think I think that's... in Japan, don't they, that's their, like their culture, like they wear masks every day, like yeah. that's their life. And then I think I you know, people don't really there. get sick. I, I, I wouldn't move there. That's not true. They, it's, even it's if it's a pollution. comfortable mask, no, I, I, I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. You couldn't do mass? No, no. Maybe if I was on like a crowded subway or something like that. Um, but I, I, I want to see people. I, yeah. I don't, the, I, I don't feel like I, I breathe well. It's just not my thing. So yeah. Um, do you think that people will feel more comfortable not wearing a mask, being around people? Do you think it's, you know, it's just going to be like a, just a weird situation? It'll take time. And I, I think that's why I'm so pro vaccine. You know, I, yeah. I want the more people that get vaccinated, because I think right now, you could because of the virus's virility, you know, how mm -hmm. fast it spreads. And I'm not a doctor, right? So anybody right. listening, I'm not here to tell you that you <laughs> should get the vaccine. But I think that I think <laughs> If, if vaccinated people are around unvaccinated people that might have the disease, I think it can still spread. And that's why they're still caught, you know, cautioning yeah, precautions. to wear a mask. But as more and more people get vaccinated, less viruses in the air. And then you start to um, not have the same concerns. But right. yeah, I, I personally don't, I don't, I don't mind getting my annual cold or flu. It, it's, it stinks, but um, I still got a cold this year, even with masks. <laughs> so uh, somebody said, um, you know, masks that we wear, it's like putting a screen door on a submarine because viruses are so small 
And yeah, they're you're, still going to hunt anyway. A little bit, but I, so I'm a mask guy. I've worn a mask the whole time. Want to make that clear. So I don't want any anti <laughs> or uh, pro mask people thinking that I'm an anti mask person. My family <laughs> and I are very safe. We, we don't really even go to the grocery store, but when the majority of the population is vaccinated, I hope that this thing starts to lift because yeah, I wouldn't have chose to uh, do that in Japan. That was, wouldn't no. have been my destination. I'm, <laughs> I think like we like what you said, I think it's going to take time for people to get there because um, I know for me, um, I don't mind wearing a mask. Um, I just think that it's hard to trust other people, like if they were to take the vaccine or not. And I'm like, I don't want to just be around people and feeling like I don't know if you are vaccinated or not. So I'd rather just keep myself safe. Yeah. Um, Even though the mask is supposed to keep others safe, right? It's not really for yourself. It, it's it's like a psychological thing. And, and psychological thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm also, you know, I'm a people person. So I'm yeah. also like for, for at least the, the short time until the virus is, is um, such a small part of our lives. If people feel more comfortable with me wearing a mask, then I wear a mask. I mean, that's just keep I, it in your pocket. We're going to Disney World. My hope is, is that outdoors and by the time that we go to Disney World, I'm not going to tell you people when, but when we go to Disney, I'm hoping that outdoor requirements will be gone, but who knows? So okay. um, listen, well, let's so talk, too. let's talk about uh, fitness on the other side of the break. So we, we masked it up for a while. You got both of our, uh, not that you Opinions care about our take, but that's uh, <laughs> my, to summarize, I just hope that business can get back to normal. People can start to interact because that's where I think we connect and people need to connect. People need to connect. All right. I think so too. Short break. We'll come back on the other side and talk about uh, fitness uh, through the pandemic. This is Next Generation Leadership. In a world where businesses are striving to adapt, connect, and evolve, we're here to bring you more. More freedom to work how and where you want while keeping employees connected, productive, and engaged more flexibility to customize solutions to tailor a simple, more agile network, and more security for an evolving cyber landscape with around-the-clock access to hands-on technical support. It's time to explore more. Okay, back next generation leadership. We'll get away from masks and vaccines, and we'll talk (laughs) about um, just the, what the future is going to look like. So uh, a lot of people yeah. were working remotely for most of the last year and yes. uh, business people, you know, salespeople, administrative people, everybody's at home. Um, thank you to all of our essential workers that have been thank you in, so much. in your offices, both um, in all walks of life. I mean, our food workers, our healthcare workers, our technicians, the people that run networks, everybody that had no choice but to come right into the office every day and, and risk themselves, risk, risk getting sick. And um, we, we appreciate all that. But now we're starting to come out of it. We're starting to uh, every, a lot go of back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of companies I mean, are starting to look towards the summer now uh, in yeah. terms of going back at least hybrid, right? Yeah. No, I do think, I believe that it's going to be this is going to be the new normal forever. It's going to be a hybrid format. I mean, we already see with some companies like Microsoft and Salesforce that gave their employees the option of, hey, if you want to just work from home forever, work from home forever. We're still productive. We're still making money. So I, I do think 
that the future looks like is going to be hybrid. I, I don't, I don't see it going back all the way. Yeah, I think, and, and you know, my, my, uh, my job uh, as an executive at Telesystem, we have people all across the country and yeah. we have offices in a couple places. And what we saw was that this pandemic broke down barriers that existed, regional geographic barriers. And through the pandemic, because people were on video calls all the time, there was no offices and rooms. Everybody was distractions. Team, right. So I think that that is something that we learned through the pandemic that virtually we can come together a little bit easier and better than we might have in person. Yeah. We learned that we might not have to jump on an airplane, that, you know, you could just have a good- You can just do this 45 times a day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. well, maybe that's extreme. So, (laughs) So I think the future looks like a mix of this and then just getting interactions. I think that's where- you see, um, and I don't have the statistics in front of me and, and shame on us for not preparing, but mental health has suffered through the pandemic because oh, people, sure. people just aren't getting interaction, social interaction. Uh, kids, I think, are being set back, especially younger ones, because they're, yeah. they're not getting that social interaction. And I think that's, as a human, we're social animals. And yeah. being face-to-face will definitely help uh, as, as time goes on. So in my opinion, I think the perfect environment moving forward is going to be hybrid. You, no, you have, I think so. Yeah. I think so too. And it's a good point that you made about mental health, right? Because that's been such a centralized theme this year, 2020 and this year, um, just people suffering from that, not being able to, to interact with people. I think, you know, I, I consider myself I'm sometimes an introvert, but lean more towards extrovert. Like I love people. I love to be around people. And and that's one thing that I've been struggling with as well. Um, Just not being able to be around friends, you know, my coworkers and just talk to them. But at the same time, I feel like I'm at home. I'm more productive. I'm more, I get more done. Yeah. Um, So I do, I do agree with you. I think that this is going to stay. I don't think it's going to be something that it's a hundred percent in a building. Um, it's just going to be the new, the new norm. And it's good for work-life balance too, you know, because you're able to see your kids more. You're yeah. able to, you know, I can be in a meeting and then I have a break. All right, let me just go put something on the stove really quick and then come back and finish yeah. working. Right. My work-life balance. I feel like I have a rhythm rather than being stuck in a building all day and then life is happening and you can't be there, you know? So I, I love it, honestly. <laughs> you, we work longer, but, but you have, it, it's more fragmented. So mm-hmm. it is exactly as you said, I, I probably work until six or seven o'clock a lot of times, or I'm, I'm just even until I go to bed, if something happens, I'm, I'm checking in. I might've done that before, um, but, but I, I was more intentional about taking some, some time because if I'm at the office all day, I have a two hour commute, I'm going yeah. to intentionally segment hours for my family and then um, maybe check in before I fall asleep. But I think now you can kind of break things up. You can get your workout in during lunch. You can yeah. <laughs> make sure dinner's set. I this love was being supposed my- to be a workout video, but I think yeah. we're just talking about pandemic, living life through this pandemic, you know, and it's 
resonate with a lot of people because everyone's going through it right now. So, and everybody's wondering what what that how that's going to change. And I think we we can't as business people, right? We can't shock the culture that has started to develop over the last year. People have adjusted. So we have to we have to just make sure that as we get back to the office, we're not shocking our people back into long commutes and all five days at a time. And you know, you saw your kids every day for many hours of the day and now you don't see them at all right. again. So I think And then we, we think about and then we also think about like when you're when you're at work, right? Like in this hybrid situation, you have to like carry all your equipment to work and yep. all your equipment back home. That's yeah. that hassle of that. I mean, as a, as a leader yourself, you know, an executive leader, like how do you how do you determine those decisions, right? Of having the team report back or like how do you walk through that? Yeah, it's a lot of discussions and, and we, we go to the experts. I think there's an HR component where you, you want from the HR perspective, you know, what, what, do the, what are the employees thinking and saying and what yeah. are the experts saying about the social uh, repercussions and ramifications of what you do? Then you think about the business, you know, is the business performing the way it is? How can we perform better in in an in-person environment and how could things be worse? And you put all those things together and you, you know, we're very intentional about planning at, at Telesystem, right? We're very intentional about what does it look like now? What's the future look like? And how does this information help us to create a better environment for everybody? And that's what we want to do is take that mix. What's the best of this, the best of the pre 2020 world and, and let's put it to work for us. And, um, and, and I think we've, we've landed, you know, at least we have on a hybrid approach, you know, yeah. there's, there's going to be days that you can work remotely and not have to deal with a commute. And then there's going to be days that you should be in the office and, and get yeah. back that experience around the water cooler and the coffee. Yeah. And coffee. I think that's good for culture as well. Um, and then you can see how that evolves because people might lean towards wanting to just be back in the office. And um, so it's a good it's a good way to test the waters and see what where people lean to. Right. If it's more this format next year or, uh, or something that people are like, you know what? I like being at the office. <laughs> yeah, it could flip back. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how traffic rebounds. Like, will we see the same traffic or with the hybrid workforce, will the roads be a little less congested? That would be nice. That would be nice. nice. I was thinking about uh, that the other day, like even in New York City, like with all those buildings, you know, people working at home, like, what are they going to (laughs) do? Yeah. Like I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, do they have to force people back? I don't know. There's a lot of, and, and that's one of the things that I'm interested to see. And, and I'd love to get, maybe we get a guest in the commercial real estate market to, to come on with us, but I'd love to see what those trends look like because there's a lot of commercial real estate that is, is going to be Vacant. dark and empty. Right. Uh, I mean, do you turn them all into Amazon warehouses? What? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think what I, what I've been seeing here in Toledo is, um, I guess people have been taking 
these vacant buildings and making them like spaces where people can go if they have to work, right? Yeah. They just like rent them out. The um, uh, multi-tenant work Multi-tenant, yeah. yeah. So you can rent it for a couple hours a day and you know, it could just rotate that way. So that's a, that's a, I mean, I see a lot of companies and a lot of people doing that as well. So you never know. <laughs> All right, I know you got a piece of equipment that is going to change your life and you just got it. And I want to talk to you about it on the other side. We promised that we would at least cover fitness <laughs> during the pandemic. Let's take another quick break. We'll come back and we'll wrap it up with uh, some healthy stuff during the <laughs> pandemic or during the, uh, the coming out of the pandemic. This is uh, Bruce and Micah, Next Generation Leadership. In a world where businesses are striving to adapt, connect, and evolve, we're here to bring you more. More freedom to work how and where you want while keeping employees connected, productive, and engaged. More flexibility to customize solutions to tailor a simple, more agile network. And more security for an evolving cyber landscape with around-the-clock access to hands-on technical support. It's time to explore more. All right, back here on Next Generation Leadership, Bruce Wirt, Michael Rosales, Peterson, and we're kind of talking about coming out of the pandemic. The, the, we're in the, the middle of the tunnel. It was very dark for very long, and you're starting to see these rays of light peek out from the end, and we want to get there. Uh, as we get there, Micah, a lot of us have um, come through Gained this. Gained a lot of weight. A little extra, little extra in our... In our uh, <laughs> in our midsection. And uh, for me, I think now I've worked out. I mean, I, I hit the treadmill almost every day. I have a, um, a pretty good setup. I'll, I'll give uh, the people on YouTube. That's uh, it is a nice setup. Yeah, We got a little gym going on and, and I hit it almost every day, but I think because of the stress, I'm also eating um, a heck of a lot more than I might. Cause I'm home too. I have access to all my favorite foods. Yeah. Uh, so um I think fitness is something that everybody's going to be aware of as we come I out of this so. gyms as, as you know, maybe we soften on masks a little bit. There's a <laughs> lot of people who wouldn't go. I mean, seriously, there's people that didn't want to work out with a mask on because it's, it's hard. You're breathing. It's uncomfortable. Heavy. Like who wants to work out with a mask? No so, one wants to work out with a mask. So that's why I think um, a lot of, how do we get rid buying... of the pounds? How do you hear it pounds? Um, I think a lot of people have been buying gym equipment because I, I wanted to order the Peloton. I, I bought one and I'm so excited about it. I used it yesterday and today, and I recommend anyone and everyone. To what get is it? it? What to give me, tell, tell me what it is. What I, so I don't understand it. I just have a stupid a, bike. It's a cycling bike, but uh -huh. it's very interactive. So there's a screen there. Um, you can actually join classes with people. It's very interactive. You can have a leaderboard and it just feels like you're in a group with people working out together. Um, cool. And that that's the only way I feel like I can work out. I can only, when I'm around other people, I feel like, all right, she's doing better than me. I have to <laughs> pedal faster. Yeah. And I think, you know, the setup that the Peloton has makes you feel that way, even if you're alone. Um, and then you can compete with friends. You can, um, they have amazing music that the trainers um, use. It's live. Well. You're in it's it can be live. It can be live. Yep. There's different formats. And then there's not only cycling classes, there's yoga. If you want to do it, okay. uh, stretching and it's a whole experience. That's why I think um, this 
bike. So many people are addicted to it. Like they're literally addicted. <laughs> Can you have like a Peloton treadmill? Like, does it have to be a bike? Like I'm a runner. You I'm, know I what? Like run. I don't like to bike though. I heard that the treadmill was like, they're trying to make people not buy it because I've heard like a kid died using on like on it. Yeah. Like using the, the Peloton treadmill. I don't want to, I don't want to put that out. I don't, don't, don't quote me on it, but if you Google it, okay. um, they're saying they're like a whole bunch of news stations are saying for people not to buy it. Cause I know that they have like a brand new treadmill that's out and I was going to purchase it. And my uncle sent it to me. He's like, do not buy that treadmill because people are dying and the kids are dying. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so huh. I just stuck to the bike. Is it, is it because um, the kids are on the treadmill and they're not supposed yeah, to? Yeah, I think or? one kid slipped under. I think because the tread, the way the treadmill is, is really, really high. Okay. Um, you'd have to do Googling on that and just. Well, we don't want to. We, we don't want to yeah. discourage people to get it, but I. And I we really, don't want to get sued. I don't want to get sued. We don't want to get sued. I'm, I'm we not, we're not telling you not to buy the treadmill. And yes. uh, we're just saying to look at the article. Yeah. Look at the article. At the but article. I love the bike. I would recommend anyone to get the bike for sure. Um, you know, a lot of my friends use it and love it. And they said that they use it every day. And now I'm like on day two and I'm just like, I need to get back on the bike because it's fun. So as people start to come out of this and if Peloton is, is it just a monthly, yeah, is it a monthly subscription to this? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but I, I believe, I mean, my husband's the one who did the transaction. <laughs> I, think, I believe that the first year is covered, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, yeah. So it is, it is a subscription that you have to pay and, it's so much fun, Bruce. You need to get it for your wife. She's gonna, she'll love it. There's no room. And then we can, so trade in your old bike. <laughs> uh, so, so, so getting back to don't, don't get any, no, don't, don't give my wife any ideas for, um, get a bike, big get purchases. A so <laughs> coming out of the pandemic, we all want to get rid of uh, maybe the 10 or 20 pandemic pounds. It's like the freshman five or whatever, when you, when you start college, 30 pounds, whatever it is. Um, I think what people, I think what's going to happen is people aren't going to be at home so much. They won't have access to all their snacks. That's my biggest problem. Uh, I, you know, people make fun of me because I'm always eating something and it's because I can just go right upstairs and get, snacks and yeah. when you're in the office you know spending 50 cents or a dollar in the vending machine is something it's an intentional action it's not your cabinet so right. i think that'll help you're moving around more because office offices are generally bigger than the small space that you might have allocated for yourself at your house but i think people will have to be intentional and and i think health and we've even seen the covid stats uh for um, obesity are it, it's a it's a All factor time. in the in death. So I think people have to be intentional on uh, setting your goals. I agree. For trying to get get, get in rid shape. Of at least anything Even you've gained during the COVID, right? The Apple Watch as well. I don't know if you have one. It's amazing. Samsung. Yeah. Oh, you're just an Android person now. Now It'll we need to have my... a conversation about yeah. this later. <laughs> Um, yeah, but this definitely, I mean, I love my Apple watch as well. Cause it tells me to breathe. It tells me yeah. when to get up. It tells me, Hey, move. Um, and then I can, I can tie this to my Peloton as well. Oh, what, what, what's, what's that there? It says to breathe. 
It says my stress level, which is low right now. And it says to breathe my heart rate, my steps, food, I track everything I eat. So that's a tip for anybody. I was, um, I was 255 at one point. That's full disclosure. Uh, I'm about six one, so that's not a good weight to, to be, or at least for me. And uh, I got down to 203, and I was exercising. But the biggest thing that I personally did was track my food. It would mm-hmm. give me calories, you know, fat, carbs, all that stuff, and I knew where I wanted to be. And for me, that was much more helpful than just an exercise program. Cause I knew at the end of the day, can I have that ice cream or not? <laughs> but you lost a lot of weight with that. I remember you, yeah. you lost a ton of weight and it's, and it's primarily just because you watched what you were eating. Yeah. You, did you exercise as well? I, I did. Um, okay. mostly cardio. I, I was a big weight person, um, in my twenties and my body is paying for it now. But so I'm I'm generally lighter weights now. And I do I do a lot of cardio. And I think that's anybody that's dealing with aches and pains, no matter what age you are, you can track your calories. And and that's one of the things that technology can do for us, whether you're an Apple or an Android person, you can track your calories. There's tons of great apps. So we won't recommend one. But yeah, I think that's a great way to do it as you get back into the swing of into things. the swing of things. I, I agree. And, and, you know, big up to technology, right. Helping us through this whole situation of trying to get back to normal. We don't realize how much we rely on it. Right. <laughs> like the Peloton and this, and um, yeah, I'm just, I'm ready to get back in shape. You know, like, like you said, you were, what was it? 250? Yeah. 255. Well, I, when I, I did my miss, <laughs> you know, when I did the miss Panama, um, situation there. Um, I was 110 pounds at five, seven ish, five, five, nine with heels, five, nine, five, 10. So I was a stick. (laughs) And now I'm like double that, you know, two kids later. And I'm like, you know what? I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I have to get back in shape. Like I have to make sure that I am here for my kids to make sure that I feel good wearing my clothes and getting back out there, you know, with, with, with all of the, the commitments we have, um, with work. So I'm like, I just have to get healthy. <laughs> so important. I, I think if you boil this down and, and let's, let's go back. Um, I'm not an expert on viruses, not an expert on masks, not an expert on, uh, any of those medical things. But I think what I do have expertise in is, uh, the psychology of goal setting. And if we want to give you advice, not an ex- expert on exercise either. Is that another episode? <laughs> <laughs> but the, what, what I think that you need to do as you come out of this, you're trying to come out of this pandemic, if you want to get yourself back into shape is set goals for yourself. Yeah. So, so for me personally, it was those calorie goals per day, steps per day. If you have a watch, even the simple watches track it. Now track your weight, weigh yourself several times a week, always at the same time. So, you know, exactly where you stand and set goals, little goals, pound a week or a pound every two weeks, whatever it is that you feel you can achieve and then continue and continue and continue and you'll get where you want to go. And I think that's, um, that's the best way to tackle anything is uh, just little baby steps, little goals that turn into bigger goals. Right. I like those, uh, those ideas. 
I'm going to take notes because I, I need to do that. I love goal setting. That's like my life. So I think, you know, the little things, like you said, tracking your steps, tracking what you eat and, you know, just being intentional with that, you will see progress. Progress is what it's all about. Uh, speaking of progress, what do we have coming in the next couple of weeks here on this fine podcast? Yeah, so we have Bita. She was supposed to be in last week, but um, unfortunately we had so many different commitments. So she will be on. She's the SVP at Ribbon. And Ribbon. then we have, yes, the Ribbon Communications. Ribbon was is- GenBand. Ribbon was Edgewater, or they, they actually own all of those those uh, properties. Ribbon is, is huge in the technology world. Yeah. So she's, she's a powerhouse and she's also a co-founder of the Alliance of Channel Women, one of the Love largest it. organizations for women. One of my and favorites. Then we have, yes. And then we have Jumani Williams, who is the public advocate of New York City. What does a public yeah. advocate do? We'll ask him. Let's Advocates ask him for the him. public? advocates for the public i know he works uh, a ton with the mayor of new york city uh, mayor de blasio and he works very closely with governor cuomo so awesome. it's gonna be good we'll, we'll pick his brain a little bit won't get political yeah listen very this is a political leadership. podcast so don't turn Not. it off and get mad at us or uh, no i just yeah. want to hear his perspective on like how how do they deal when, with covid in new york right when yeah. running rampant yeah Awesome. Well, that sounds like we have lots of great things coming for the people. We're sorry we missed last week, you know, life just sometimes, but we did, you know, we give you a chance to go back and listen to all of the episodes that we've done and so many great guests. I mean, I was looking at the list again and how many awesome people we've had a chance to speak to. Yeah. Uh, So make sure you go and you find Next Generation Leadership on your favorite podcast app. Search for, sometimes there's other podcasts that sound the same or have similar letters that come up. So if you type in Next Generation Leadership and then either one of our first names, Bruce or Micah, you'll find us and you can hit the like, follow or subscribe button. It's completely free. And uh, we're presented by Telesystem. That's our primary sponsor. And um, you used to be able to get away with just listening to one Telesystem commercial and episode. Now we've become so big that we have a little bit more, but just fast forward if you don't like them, but that helps us to continue to grow and provide you and reach guests. new audiences. Reach new audiences. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Michael, you got any big plans for the weekend? You going to do any uh, spring lawn work or anything um, that... You know what? That's like my husband's thing. He loves the lawn. So that I don't touch it. <laughs> we were thinking of going down to Columbus. Okay. Making a drive down and see new, new sceneries. New we scenery. live in, I live in Ohio. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Um, but uh, here in Pennsylvania, we're out of black cedar mulch. So I'm very upset. I couldn't do it last <laughs> week. They're still out of stock and they couldn't give me a time where we could get it. And last year I had to settle for like the wood chip kind, the like the real crappy. Sorry, can I say that? And it did not it did not work out for you. Um, it it no, it, it's it's terrible because it gets caught up in the lawn. Nah, nah, nah. Are All you right. obsessed with the lawn too? I, I do, yeah. Uh, Leon and I would probably get along. You guys well. will get along. He's yeah. obsessed with yeah. the lawn. Yeah. When things when things come out, we'll uh, we'll we'll do a non virtual show one of these days. Yes. And uh, okay. Good. 
All right. Yeah. So I'll be doing the lawn. I'll be trying to mulch. I'm going to track down some black cedar mulch and, uh, and get that done. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with Beta. I hope you enjoyed our slightly different podcast, but we got some stuff off our chest, gave you a little bit of uh, tips on, on uh, getting back into shape with uh, what, you know, goals. That's my expertise. What goals you have. All right. Well, for Micah Rosales-Peterson, I'm Bruce Wirt. We'll talk to you next time on Next Generation Leadership. In a world where businesses are striving to adapt, connect, and evolve, we're here to bring you more. More freedom to work how and where you want while keeping employees connected, productive, and engaged. More flexibility to customize solutions to tailor a simple, more agile network. And more security for an evolving cyber landscape with around-the-clock access to hands-on technical support. It's time to explore more.